Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I am your host, Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, two-time U.S. National Brisket Championship titles at the Chest-to-Chest Invitational. It is Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. Didn't know you had such a long title, did you? <laughs> I was wondering when that was going to stop. <laughs> well, we, we're out of time for this segment, but thank you for joining us. <laughs> Coming up, though, we are so... Yeah, we've had some great guests here. Yeah. Uh, a lot of applause goes to T-Bone, our executive producer. Last week, we had Myron Mixon on, who is a, a barbecue legend. And we're going to follow up with another huge barbecue legend, Stephen Reichlin. Yes. Who I have watched for years on PBS and love his show. Project Smoke. Yes. And, uh, and yeah. He- and he's very... I love PBS shows, and I'm going to mention this to Stephen because they don't they don't yell or scream at you like I do. They they talk to you about barbecue, and he explains it quite well for even a person like me. Obviously, Andy, it'd be easy for you, but for somebody like me, <laughs> I don't know about that. No, but when he explains how to, he puts everything together, and he does a lot of um, what do you call it, marinades and stuff. They oh all yeah, look, they all look good. Dry brines, marinades, yeah. you name it. I mean. How many cookbooks does he have? I counted 17. I'm okay. going to ask him. But I counted 17 off his website. Speaking of his website, check out Stephen Reichlin at stephenreichlin.com. And that's R-A-I-C-H-L-E-N. And it's Stephen with a V. So I hope I made that all clear. Um, but again, you can check him out on PBS. Just a great show. Also, with Andy later on, we're going to be talking about family barbecuing. Maybe getting the kids involved. That's right. Getting the kids involved. And I have that idea I brought up last week. I'll bring it up again about a little friendly competition with the kids. Yes. And you want to do that. I, you want to do that. want to have some fun with it. Because, you, you know, barbecue, a lot of barbecuing is competition. Some in the backyard with your cul-de-sac. And, and then, then some. You beat them. You beat them. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. Like, oh gosh. You nurture them. You nurture them. Sorry, I was I don't know how I burn my burgers, kids. You guys win. Andy always gets those two confused. (laughs) My my kids are the worst critics, right? Like they they will pick apart everything. Oh my gosh. Dad, the steak was just not that great. It was this other time was way better. This was the uh, it's like girls. Seriously, I, I, I didn't need the commentary. I just wanted to make you dinner. Wait until they're <laughs> old enough and they're buying their own meats and they're doing all that. And then you go over to their house and you're like, mm, I don't know, a little underdone here. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> Did this actually touch the grill? And literally, <laughs> they're going to be eating at my house tonight stuffed pork chops. <laughs> so there you have it. Now, before I throw it over to Andy real quick, T-Bone, just a quick, you saw Batman over the weekend. I saw the Batman. The Batman, okay. The Batman. Okay. And, and and without giving away any endings or anything like that, we don't want to do any spoilers, but what'd you think? Okay, now I gotta qualify this and you probably don't even know some of this. Okay. Okay. Now you know I went to film school. Right. Uh, and uh, And it's hard we, for you to watch it. Go ahead, Andy. Just say we don't hold it against him. <laughs> yeah. I, I went to film school you, and ended up in television. Well, Boo-hoo. I watch a comedian unlike most people watch a comedian. You watch a movie 
unlike most people watch a movie. Correct. And that's that's why I, I need that disclaimer. Okay. And I also wrote reviews for a oh. regional periodical okay. for, for some time. I have to make a point about the Batman, a, a public service announcement. This is not for kids. Do not take <laughs> your 10-year-old, 12-year-old son unless you would also take them to go see like um, Seven. Okay. With, with Brad Pitt and uh, and Morgan Freeman. This is not that Adam West Batman is what oh, you're saying? Uh, correct. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is not And by the even... way, you have to be old to understand. Did you get that reference there, Andy? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I uh, you know. It, it's much more like the, last, the Joker. The la- Joker. Yeah, I was going to say, last... the last several installments of various versions of Batman have all been pretty dark. Are they just getting darker and darker, guys? Uh, I haven't seen this one yet. Okay. Yeah. But but previously? Yeah. Yes. Kind, kind okay. Of, yeah. Um, the big question that always comes up, will it be as good as The Dark Knight? Uh, for me, yes. Okay. But they go back to an aspect of Batman that's been forgotten in the past several decades. And since I was weaned on Batman <laughs> and actually have spent time with Bob Kane, the creator of Batman. Oh, wow. Uh, originally, Batman was the world's greatest detective. Okay. And that's hmm. what this film is about. So he, he kicks the world's tail greatest and detective. takes name when was and, that? and breaks out. That, actually, he was introduced in Detective Comics. And T-Bone gave it an A- <laughs> on the T-Bone scale. So for those of you keeping so track at home. on my scale. <laughs> oh, did you see it? No, if it's an A minus on his, oh, he's very critical. That's true. I'm just saying it's got to be good if it hit an A anyway. So I'm probably going to end up being an A plus. He has a point. Yeah, no, he does. <laughs> he does. So A minus for uh, T Bone and A plus for a man who's not seen the movie. So <laughs> if that's not a recommendation, I don't know what is. Uh, so what's been going on with you lately, Andy? So, you know, the weather was really nice this week and I thought I was <laughs> going to be, yeah, for a while. And I thought I was going to get to do some cooking mm-hmm. um, and I got to do a little bit. But what I spent most of my free time doing was actually installing butcher block countertops for my daughter. Oh my gosh. You know what? Uh, you think they move out and that's a good thing. Right. <laughs> and you know... Sometimes it's not. No, uh, I, did you think about changing your phone number? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> no, because they just come over and start to you know knock. <laughs> I can't pretend I'm not there. But you know, and I mentioned earlier, they're coming over for dinner. That we're going to have like stuffed pork chops tonight. Well, mm-hmm. that's because there's no sink in the countertops oh. yet. It's a, the kitchen's kind of blown up still. <laughs> well, you're a good dad, though. Yeah, you're well. a good dad. So. um by the way, I need a new, uh, or I need a dishwasher. If so do they. If, if you, yeah, if you got a weekend free, and just come on over to the Kaya's house, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> Time now for our Ask Andy segment brought to you by Smoke on Wheels. The, this month it's barbecue, or I'm sorry, bootleg barbecue sauce. T-Bone, what do you got for Andy? Andy. Yes, sir. Outside of a thermometer, gulp. Gulp? Yeah, I, I like this guy. He gets us. <laughs> Outside gulp. of a thermometer, what is the one thing... That will elevate my barbecue game. Oh, good one. And that's from Craig in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Yeah. So that's a good question. It is. And gosh, there's so many answers there because you could go down the seasonings and that path. You Mm -hmm. could go down the grill, but I'll just keep it a little higher level and say fire management. Because if you're using a thermometer, if you've gotten that far and you're, you're actually caring about 
that that product, then the next thing you need to do is make sure that your fire's r- running right so that you don't get any off-putting flavors in it. So whether it's having it too hot and having it scorch and burn the outside, which can make it bitter, or running a, a dirty fire, which is going to get some sooty smoke and flavors that you don't like into it, maybe some bitterness, um, you want to just run a clean uh, fire to, to make mm-hmm. sure that your cooking's good. And that varies by pit. If you're in a charcoal cooker, you know that means managing your airflow for the coals. If you're on a gas grill, uh, and depending on what you're cooking, you might not need it quite as hot, so you might have to turn down a burner or even cook it indirect. And on a pellet grill, you're obviously just going to be watching your your thermometer uh, for your temperature in the pit, so you can set that thermostatically. So you're, you'll be good either way. So real quickly, if you're on a charcoal and you want more heat, do you open up the vents more? Correct. More okay. air equals more heat. Ah, okay. That We could maybe make that a drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we want to thank Craig again. He's listening to us up in uh, Omaha, Nebraska on KFAB 1110 News Radio. So we appreciate that, Craig. We're going to send you a bottle of Smoke on Wheels bootleg barbecue sauce and coming up another big guest we've got author and star of the pbs show project fire Stephen reichland you want to check out his website for all the great things including what i counted to be 17 books he's written and that's stevenreichland.com check it out before we start talking to him and you can go to his website and find everything out about him again stevenreichland.com Stephen reichland's up next from pbs as we're talking barbecue and even a little veggies too we're gonna throw <laughs> that in yes right here on barbecue radio network You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I am Dave Caius with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Annie Groneman. Very excited for this week's guest, Stephen Reichland. He has been called the Julia Child of Barbecue, and he literally has an empire of barbecue with dozens of cookbooks, countless barbecue and grilling gadgets, numerous television series that have aired around the world, and Barbecue University courses for the hardcore barbecue fans. And again, 32 books I miscounted. Uh, Stephen Reichland, welcome to the show how are you sir i am doing great and thank you so much for having me. well we are thrilled to have you I, i've mentioned last segment but i want to mention again your website which is stevenreichland.com and Stephen, before we get started i'm just i'm just going to put it out there i watch your show all the time on pbs i'm a little starstruck so yeah if, they- <laughs> if i say something stupid just just move on just talk to andy and ignore me okay Stephen? fair enough fair enough before we do talk i just have to say that i think you must love obviously you love what you do but when when you're doing the show and you have all those people that help you and do this and th- how much fun is that Stephen? you know i always like to say that uh the taping of my tv show it's the two 
hardest weeks of the year and it's the two most fun uh, weeks of the year hard because a typical get day starts at 5 a.m might finish at 10 p.m uh, many times we're in a location where it's cold this most recent season we taped in st louis and uh you know temperatures dipped as low as uh in the 30s while oh, yes. we were taping so when you're trying to look like a guy in shirt sleeves, uh, you know, uh, do, uh, grilling when it's uh, May or June and it's actually 40 degrees out, that is rough. But uh, but it's super fun and it's the crew, the people that make it so Yo, much Yo, I fun. bet. And I do want to say one more compliment about your show that at the end of the show, you will throw some bloopers in there and <laughs> it, it makes you seem... As human as possible. And just so you know, with a radio show like we do, we do bloopers the entire show. Um, <laughs> we don't save them till the end. But I, I really always enjoy that segment, too. So, so Stephen Reichland, um, you've got a new thing going on, Planet Barbecue. Would you tell us about that? Yeah, it's a line of uh, prepared, ready to heat and eat barbecue. Uh, my uh, Texas-style brisket, my Kansas City-style ribs. Uh, we've got double brisket smoked sausage, Brooklyn hot sausage. We have uh, flavored burgers, uh, double smoked baked beans. And these are all based on the recipes in my books and my uh, Planet Barbecue spice rubs and barbecue sauces. The idea is, you know, I've always kind of tried to share my vision, first in my books, then on my TV shows, you know, teaching people how I do it at Barbecue University. But people have never really had an opportunity to taste my barbecue before. And now you can order it by mail. Uh, Planet Barbecue is the website that's all spelled out. And you can actually taste what you would get to my house if you came over on a Sunday afternoon and I'd been smoking a brisket all day. <laughs> that's amazing. It's got to take a lot of work to be able to get that product packaged and keep it so that it meets the uh, level of quality that, that you want to have somebody taste. Uh, how long yeah. did it take you to to work on the process to to make that happen? It took about a year for us to get the first line of products to where we like them. Uh, we are, uh, you know, we're smoking in a stick burner, um, and uh, it's uh, you know, it's 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 the real deal. But uh, it, there's an enormous amount of work that goes into it, and then plus, you know, trying to work in the post COVID. Uh, uh, supply chain nightmare world has also made things more challenging. Yeah, I was uh, I was going to ask if that if that really gave you number one time to to continue to work on that process. But then, of course, everybody's at home and they're on the internet streaming episodes. They're looking up recipes. There, I mean, there was so much time at home. Uh, so, so this really gave them a way to kind of reconnect with what you were doing too and, and order product and, and try it and taste it. And yeah, absolutely. And you know, the most exciting part, uh, is, uh, we're constantly coming up with new products. We have a pastrami bacon coming out soon. Uh, you know, imagine America's two favorite, favorite cured smoked meats, bacon <laughs> and pastrami and, uh, mash them together. And that's our pastrami Yeah. Dave's bacon, over here. So. I am. As as I really am that. Steven. <laughs> that's a good one. Well, we're talking with Stephen Reichlin. Of course, he's a PBS fame and he has 32 books. You can learn more at stephenreichlin.com. Before we move on, what's the uh, website again for Planet Barbecue? So it's planetbarbecue.com. Uh, barbecue spelled out B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E. Okay. Uh, and, you know, Stephen Reichlin is where you can learn about my shows. My main website is barbecue. Uh, is, uh, barbecuebible.com. Again, that's barbecue written out B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E. B-I-B-L-E dot com. 
Thank you so much for that. And uh, I was just going to ask you with with the with the planted barbecue. One of the things that you do so well on your show is, is the rubs and the marinades and all that. So when you package and send it out, is it already on the the meats and so forth, or do are those like separate and then you add them later? No, um, you know, if you watch my shows, you know I'm a big believer in the layering of flavor, and mm-hmm. I believe that cooking uh, meat with a rub on it, with a sauce applied at the end and then seared in, gives you a different taste than if the rub and sauce were to be served, uh, sold separately and combined at the end. So uh, we actually smoke the spices right into the meat. So you've got Barbecue University coming up in June. And when I was out looking at that, I saw there were some new cookers uh, that you're going to be playing with this time around and doing some some interesting things like demystifying wagyu i saw on the list so what what kind of cooker are you going to use mostly for for a wagyu type of a play there well it's funny i was just working on that today so in the new show in the new season of project fire uh, i have a show called uh, uh wagyu demystified and uh the first dish i'm going to show is an a5 wagyu from japan which i grill on a plancha because there's so much of that good luscious fat you don't want to put it right over the fire we just melt into the fire and be wasted uh then i do these we have these monster uh, two inch thick uh wagyu beef tomahawks Mm -hmm. i'm going to grill those on a kalamazoo uh uh tri fuel grill hybrid fire grill uh, that actually uh, uses gas to light the wood and burns wood. Nice. And that's served with uh, smoke-roasted marrow bones. So that's pretty cool. And then the last thing I'm going to do, because, you know, not everybody wants to spend $300 for $150 for <laughs> <Yeah>. single <laughs> A5 Wagyu steak from Japan, uh, Wagyu smash burgers. And, um, and uh, those are made with ground uh, Wagyu beef, uh, classic smash burger, uh, the interesting twist here, I make prosciutto bacon and I make uh, Parmesan cheese crisp. So it's a bacon cheeseburger oh, yeah. that has been elevated, you know, to the stratosphere. That that sounds so, so good. You know, I had not, I never had a tomahawk steak or pork chop, whatever you, whatever that comes like. You can, you sure. can get either and, as a tomahawk, well, but a big beef tomahawk. I was at as one of the casinos. Ounce. Yeah. And they served that because my buddy was having one and he was paying. Um, and I had that one. I went, oh, this is a, this is a game changer right here, Stephen. I'm telling you, right. That A5 is so rich that I, if you're serving a steak like that, you're probably serving 10 people anyway. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we're talking with no, Stephen Reichel. I'm sorry, Stephen. I'm sorry. I'm so, no, I was going to say, you know, three, four ounces will do you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like eating pure butter. <laughs> well, we're talking with Stephen Reichlin. Uh, you can check him on his show, on his PBS show, Project Fire. And by the way, I have the uh, Create uh, channel for PBS where I live, so I get to see Stephen a lot, and I just thoroughly enjoy your show. And we're going to be back with Stephen Reichlin right here, so don't go anywhere talking more barbecue on Barbecue Radio Network. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, and more, each and every Thursday. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Kyes with our producer T-Bone and my co-host, award-winning pitmaster Annie Groneman. Very excited this week with Stephen Reichlin. He is author of 32 books, including the much-heralded Barbecue Bible, and you can get that at barbecuebible.com, and that's spelled out, barbecuebible.com. Stephen Reichlin, of course, has his show, Project Fire on PBS, which I am a regular viewer of. Um, it's also on the Create Network, too, if you have that on PBS, which I love that also. But, Stephen, uh, let's talk a little bit about Barbecue University. We touched on it a little bit on the first segment, but we kind of ran out of time. Tell us a little more about that. So, Barbecue Bible, I just, uh, university, I describe it as a, uh, a luxurious summer camp for adults who love to grill. <laughs> it takes place at the Montage Palmetto Bluff Resort in Bluffton, South Car- Carolina, in the low country of South Carolina. Uh, that is a, a five-diamond, five-star resort. Because uh, the only way I get my wife to travel with me is, is the bed, bed linens are more luxurious than what we have at home. She's uh, not sleeping on the ground is what you're saying, Stephen. Uh, she's not sleeping on the ground, <laughs> nor, nor are our guests. But anyway, the idea is it's a crash course on barbecuing on grilling. Uh, Three-hour class in the morning for three days uh, straight, followed by lunch. And the menus are really picked to... to uh, to teach the maximum, uh, teach all the basics, fundamentals, and advanced techniques of barbecuing and grilling. Uh, we have 40 different grills and smokers, and during the course of uh, three days, we will use all of them uh, in the class. Um, yeah, there's that's... a set menu every day of uh, nine dishes, and then the, the real fun <laughs> part starts when we start improvising. And I actually had a class last year that, that wound up uh, cooking 22 dishes in one morning. Wow. So it's pretty spectacular. Nine sounds like a lot. I, although I re- it's been years ago, and I, I know you're not going to remember this, but we cooked together at All Things Barbecue in Wichita, Kansas, where I teach my cooking classes. Of course, yeah. And we did we did probably eight dishes, and, and that was hoofing it. Like, that kitchen was hopping. <laughs> so, I you can't imagine I, 22. <laughs> I do remember that. I had a good time in Wichita. That's a cool, cool town. Yeah, yeah nice folks down fun. there. Nice folks yeah. down there. I'm, uh, you know, I always, uh, some people say that less is more and I've always believed that more is more, you know? <laughs> yeah. Chef Tom runs a great kitchen down there and I go down and teach classes down there. So it's a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Um, so barbecue university, you get some cool new kit in there too. I saw you were using a nuke grill, which is, isn't that an Argentinian style grill? Yep. That's a pretty awesome grill. Uh, We've got the Kudu, which is a uh, an affordable wood burner. We also have uh, a Kalamazoo uh, Kalamazoo Gaucho, which you know uh, tops twenty thousand bucks per unit. So uh, you Just get to cook full- on every every level every level of grill. A lot of people are interested in learning how to fire up a stick burner, you know, offset barrel smoker. Um, we have a wood burning oven. Uh, so, uh, the idea is, and you know, people come to the class, obviously they come to the class to learn, uh, my techniques, uh, the camaraderie, but also it gives people a chance to test drive dr- girls. Maybe they were thinking of buying a Traeger, maybe That's they good. were thinking of yeah. buying a, you know, Green Mountain. And so they can test drive them and kind of see which one they prefer. We're talking with Stephen Reichlin, and of course, you have seen him on Project Fire on PBS. And check out his website, barbecuebible.com. One of the uh, uh, episodes I was just watching the other day, in fact, my, 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 
V and what is it? VCR. No, what what are we? <laughs> DVR. Hello, 2022. My DVR is programmed to record all your shows. And the one came on, which I've seen before, but I just am fascinated by it. It's where you do the meatless segment. Um, the cauliflower is something to behold. But talk a little bit about meatless grilling, would you, Stephen? Yeah, I would. And it, that show actually was the result of, uh, I'm, you know, call it self-defense. Uh, my daughter is a vegetarian. My wife is an almost vegetarian. And, um, uh, you know, so I have to have a pretty big repertory of meatless dishes just to keep the uh, troops on the home front <laughs> happy. Uh, but the other thing is that, you know, I think like you said earlier, there's no better way to cook any vegetable than on the grill. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I discovered uh, when I was writing my most recent book, How to Grill Vegetables, is that while all uh, vegetables taste great grilled, not all vegetables should be grilled the same way. You know, uh, high moisture content vegetables like asparagus or zucchini do really well with a direct high heat. Larger, denser vegetables like uh, cauliflower, uh, like winter squash do best indirect. Uh, when you are uh, talking about meat, the notion of boiling ribs is an anathema, you know, it's, it's a heinous <laughs> <Yeah>. crime. <laughs> but when you're talking about grilling a vegetable, sometimes like a quick plunge in boiling water, let's say for uh, broccoli or asparagus uh, or uh, cauliflower, can open up the pores and make the vegetable more susceptible to absorbing the wood smoke. Yeah, so, asparagus, uh, especially, I, that's a, just a great tactic for asparagus. And we're yep. talking with Stephen Reichlin here, author and star of the PBS show Project Fire. And, you know, outside of just the veggies, one of the exciting things that's coming up is the 25th anniversary of the Barbecue Bible. Uh, how exciting is that to have, you know, that that cookbook be so pervasive still in the barbecue universe and so relevant today uh, and coming up on 25 years. Talk a little about that. Man, it is really awesome. Uh, you know, most, I don't have to tell you, but most books do not last 25 years. Most <laughs> ma ma many books wind up on the remainder table, you know, the year following their publication. Uh, but it's funny, what really got the uh, 20, got us thinking about the 25th anniversary. I got an email from a couple in Spain uh, they're American expats who uh, moved to Spain right before the pandemic, and they made their project cooking every single recipe in Barbecue Bible. And they created this little spreadsheet, you know, the recipe when they did it, who, what, what they served it with, how much they liked it. And uh, so they started telling their friends, and there is now what we're calling the Club 500, because there are 500 plus recipes in uh, Barbecue Bible. And oh, I think wow. that's going to be a real thing next year uh for uh you know the promo of uh of the book but uh you know i wrote that book uh it was kind of back in a very innocent day and age of publishing i came up with the idea i told my publisher we uh kind of sketched out a deal on the back of an envelope and there i was writing about barbecue. <laughs> well and we were talking off air it's it's over a million copies of that book sold now so that uh, that's impacting so many people's cooking styles and just the ability to, to do some outdoor cooking you bet and that's just in english because the book has been translated into 17 or 18 <laughs> oh my gosh so, yeah yeah so um yeah so the, at any rate i mean you never listen i have a degree in french literature so you never <laughs> kind of know uh where you're going to wind up in life but uh barbecue has been a very uh 
happy, interesting, and fruitful uh, turn of uh, life's path for me. You know, Stephen, we're, we're unfortunately running out of time. we got less than two minutes. One of the things I love about your show, and I mentioned that I watch Create a lot because there's a lot of cooking shows, and I love about PBS is you guys get, and men and women, you don't yell at us. You don't scream at us. You talk to us like adults. And you walk us through the process. And Stephen, thank you for doing that because it makes everybody a better barbecue by watching your show. Well, thank you. I'm glad you got that. You know, uh, I, I don't kick people off the show. And uh, I believe that gentility and education get the world a lot further than mean-spiritedness. Yes, yes. And 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 then again, I just want to compliment you on your uh, being nice enough to, and to show that you're human too and your little mistakes at the end because yeah. <laughs> I, I look forward to them. <laughs> well, and, and what you're going to get to do now, Dave, is you're going to get to order some Planet Barbecue. Oh, trust and, me. Because now you'll get to do some comparison. Because Stephen, Stephen, what we haven't told you is we've been trying to get Dave to cook more because <laughs> he's he his... Uh, resolutions typically involve eating barbecue not cooking it so i'm the resident eater and everybody else is the resident barbecuer and you know what i'm going to keep it that way and i don't care what you guys think and the last thing i want to say Stephen, before we have to let you go is is at the end you always take a couple of bites of your meal and i get so hungry and i'm sitting there eating a cracker going this ain't doing it but anyway <laughs> we've been talking with Stephen reichland so excited to have him on the show today from pbs check out his website barbecuebible.com that's barbecuebible.com thanks again Stephen and we'll be back on Barbecue Radio Network I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home Probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And before we go on with the show, I have to admit, I was I was a little... What you was, were totally a fanboy. I was a fanboy. You know, sometimes you hear about guys having, you know, man crushes or bro crush. And I had a little barbecue crush going with Stephen Reichland. I've got to say, you had a gleam in your eye that we don't usually see. I don't know why. I watch his show all the time, and I just really enjoy him. Do you find him attractive? <laughs> <laughs> Not in that way, but I find him attractive in a barbecue way. But I, I love and his show. With 40 grills available oh. at any given time. Oh, more power. More yes. power. I mean, yeah. Anyway. Heard he's got that Kalamazoo gaucho. That's a $20,000 pit, and it is very, very cool. What, what it must be like to have that kind of budget and all those people who, let's face it, he, it's a big production. He's got somebody chopping his onions. He doesn't have to chop his onions, you know? I mean, you would like that as a barbecue, wouldn't you? Well, of course. You know? Instead of Why you, wouldn't you? You just show up and here it is. I mean, oh, he's got the life. I, yeah, I'm jealous of him. I'm jealous. I like him. I like his food. I'm going to order it. 
Planetbarbecue.com, by the way. <laughs> anyway, want to do a barbecue shout out to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. They've got commercial and now residential smokers, and those things are gorgeous, and you want one. Spring is sort of here. It's time to get one of these, these ones ordered for your backyard. And please support your local barbecue joints like Chatty Daddy's Barbecue in Carlisle, Illinois. You can check them out at 491 Fairfax Street. And when you're in Carlisle, Illinois, be sure to listen to Max 96.7 FM WCXO. You can find them on Facebook at I'm sorry, Max 96.7 FM in Carlisle. I want to thank them and all of our radio stations for being a part of Barbecue Radio Network. Time now to turn it over to Andy Groneman, the reserve grand champion at the American Royal Open. And every week we like to talk about a certain product uh, yes. to help people to become a better backyard barbecue. What do you suggest I've this week? I've got a great one this week. Go for it. So who are we just talking to? I forget. Stephen Reichland. We were talking to Stephen Reichland. Well, he <laughs> has a very... Um, what I would call innovative barbecue skewer. Uh, it is a, it's a bamboo skewer, right? So think okay. about everything you put a kebab on or anything like that. This one has two prongs. And the reason that is super cool is because if you think about when you put stuff on a skewer, when you go to turn it, what happens? It the, falls the, off? No, the stuff doesn't turn, right? Because the skewer gets loose as the oh. meat or veggies start to cook. And, so it gets gets cooked on one side. Yeah, so you have to you, kind you turn of... turn the skewer, but nothing else goes with <laughs> right, it. Right, right. So a skewer with two prongs gives you two points of control, and it allows you to flip your skewer and actually use it the way you want. Okay. And so I use it for any vegetables that are going to get soft on there. I use it for my spadini. They are great. So it is that my product today is Reichland's nine inch double prong bamboo skewer. Also, I want to throw in that we've added a little bit of a addition to our drinking game. Anytime somebody says Spadini, take a <laughs> sip. Actually, go ahead and drink your whole yeah, drink. Because I don't think we're Spadini. Thermo- thermometer comes Spadini. up a lot, but Spadini, yeah, I, you're going to stay very sober drinking <laughs> Spadini. But, uh, you know, another thing I, I on his show, I know, again, Stephen Reichland, um, he was doing, I think they were bamboo spear thingies. Okay, this is where I need your help, Andy. And, That'd be a skewer. Okay, and, and, and he said some people put them in water so they don't catch fire. He likes to wrap them in Reynolds wrap. He thinks that's better, and then and then puts Reynolds some, wrap. Yep, on the handle where your hand where your hand goes. He huh. wraps them in Reynolds wrap instead it's of in foil. Soaking the yeah foil. Yeah, I guess I I grew up. You said Reynolds wrap, but anyway, you're yeah, right. Foil. No, I, well, and they you know they do the plastic wrap too. But well, he was doing the foil. He was doing foil. Yeah. So I just want to make sure because you're you're my <laughs> expert on on that so (laughs) (laughs) we we've learned a long time ago i am expert on nothing but eating eating i'm kind of an expert on in fact i'm pretty darn good about that so anyway well that's a that's a great product idea now we were talking earlier and i I thought of this because you're a family man you got two daughters right yes and so i think it would be cool as a family person and you being a barbecuer but even even the backyard barbecue you don't have to be a competitive person like you but you, you, you got your kids, they're growing up, they're enjoying eating dad's barbecue or mom's, and let's get the family involved. Let's teach them. Now, first of all, yeah. before we go any further, safety first, right? You know, Well, of course, safety first. You are using a hot, right. a, just like cooking in the kitchen, right? right. Knives, you're going to be careful around. Yeah. 
uh, your stove, hot pans. So you you want to follow those same guidelines, sure. but you want to take it outdoors. You want your right. kids to engage. It gives you another place to engage with your children. Yeah. So I always like to start with something that they like. So when, and, and, you know, we're getting close to summer. There's some really cool things just typically in town. You can look at like your, if you've got a junior college or a community center, a lot of times they will have uh, parent and child joint summer classes oh, where really? you can go to a cooking class with your child. And some of those fun. are grilling. Um, I've, I've taught some of those before. They're a lot of fun. I've also um, seen those cooking classes for date night. Oh yeah. 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 We do those all the time. That's a, our People love that. We so, do dinner on the grill. If anybody or, in the studio can date, find Dave a date, I will do a date night, just for the record. Wow. Been a little slow during COVID, all right? Anyway, keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> now you got me on a whole nother... <laughs> my brain just went in a whole different direction, Dave. All right. So, but kids, let's talk about this. Yeah. So, if if you want to get them engaged with you outside, right? Give first start with something that they like. So, with whether it's wings or steak or hamburgers or hot dogs. Now, let me ask you, in your like. case, you've got two daughters. Is it harder when one really likes this one and something the other daughter really likes something else? So they all they both have their own taste, but they both love a good steak. Uh, um, you've trained them well. Believe it or not, both of them, you know, after about a week into spring, they don't really even want to touch barbecue because we traveled the country <laughs> and... We were so lucky because they were at an age where we could get in the fifth wheel and go coast to coast, border to border, and cook every weekend, mm -hmm. right? Which is what we did. And so by the time summer was over, they didn't want to look at a rib. <laughs> they did not care about brisket. They would, you know, barbecue for them is like, yeah, we'll have that at an occasional party or something. We don't ever, like, they don't go to barbecue restaurants typically. <laughs> and I say that, my my oldest who's now a 911 dispatcher goes to slaps oh. and, and eats some barbecue, but we've had Joe on many pick, a time. Yeah. So we pick something that is going to go well for them on the okay. grill, right? So that they can have a positive experience. And then once they have a positive experience, they want to do it again. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, with my youngest, when she was five, she wanted to compete like dad. Oh, really? How cute. And so there's kids cues. So the, the contest was around cooking a steak. And so she started practicing cooking steaks and she got to where she had to cook a steak every night. Oh my God. So I, I was buying an entire strip <laughs> loin and cutting it into steaks. Hello, Costco. Yes. So that she could, so that she could practice because she, she just wanted to get really good at the grill marks and mm -hmm. she wanted, and she's five, right? We're not talking about somebody thinking right. deeper into it. It's just, and she loved to see everybody like her food. Uh, which is why we like to barbecue, and did right? She, like, did she understand like the searing and everything that went with that? Oh yeah, that is like so she cool. wants. She wanted to know how to do that, and so we got to. I got to you know go show her how to light the charcoal and do the. She had her own little red Weber kettle, <laughs> but it it is great to to cook with your kids because it gives you another place to teach them how to follow instructions, how to be careful, mm -hmm. how to do things that you want them to do right in other places but it gives you a place to do it where they can actually enjoy it and, and have a positive outcome. And then when you taste their food and like it, there's actually, and everybody's like this. If you, if you handed me something that you cooked and I went, Oh man, Dave, that was great. You feel good about that, right? right sure. A, a genuinely feel good. Well, kids are the same way. They, 
if if they hand you that steak and you take a bite of it and just go, oh man, that's amazing. They just have this genuine enjoyment and excitement about it. So it's it's great to cook with your kids. Get that positive reinforcement. You know, with me growing up, dad, the big treat for us was T-bone steaks. Oh yeah. Yeah. I needed to get a sixth job now to get one. But <laughs> but no, we, we would every once in a while, you know, dad would go to the store and get us there was three of us most of the time, and we'd have three T-bone steaks. And it was a big production, but yes. man. I, I I loved it. I loved it. And, you know, mom would do some sides and that Saturday night, man, doesn't yeah. get any better than that and doing the whole family like that. Well, thanks again, Andy. And of course, we want to thank again, Stephen Reichland, my new best friend for being on the show. <laughs> Check him out, planetbarbecue.com and you can eat some of his food, which I am looking forward to. Also, don't forget about our March Barbecue Sauce of the Month, Smoke on Wheels, Bootleg Barbecue Sauce, and next week's guest, Rodney Scott. We're talking about Whole Hog Barbecue yes, with Rodney so Scott awesome. next week. So tune in, and we can't wait to see you next week here on Barbecue Radio Network. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, and more, each and every Thursday. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.